Hello and welcome back to Free Indeed. Today we are in John chapter 8. And I have two praises today for Free Indeed, like two great things I want to praise God for. The first is that um, I now have, I'm back to the microphone, which is good. Um, so I've got the cord and everything, so we're ready to go and uh, excited for that. And the second thing is that um, Free Indeed has actually been doing like a lot, like pretty well numbers wise recently. Um, and normally I don't really, not too conscious of the numbers and it's not like numbers wise as in, um, getting high listenership. It's more of, uh, that there's less, um, consistency in the numbers. So normally consistency you'd think would be a good thing, but, um, a lot of times what I noticed was as the episodes continued more and more slowly, less people would listen. Um, over time. So I still think that the most listened to episode of this podcast is the first episode, um, which isn't completely unsurprising. Um, but recently, through this book of John, people have been, a lot more people have been listening. It's been a bit inconsistent maybe, but um, there have been some episodes that have had a lot of people who are listening to it. So I would encourage you to keep sharing this with people. Um, not so that I can gain status or clout or people or followers or whatever. I want you to share this with people because the gospel changes lives. And so as followers of Christ, um, we have this opportunity to just share with people. One of the biggest reasons I do free indeed is because people tend to like to hear their friends speak this stuff more than just some random pastor online. So when I just read this word and talk about it, I find that my family members, um, my uncles and cousins and whatever, my my best friends who normally might not listen to a sermon or maybe might not read the Bible tend to enjoy and actually um, seek to listen more. So I'm not really too concerned with this reaching hundreds and thousands of people, but just that people's lives would be changed. So stand on the truth of the word um, and that it is living and active and that is so powerful. Um, and continue to be steadfast in listening and coming here, um, even if you're not listening, to just read the word and also to share with people who don't know Jesus. So let's get into John chapter 8 after that long spiel. <laughs> but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn, he went to the temple complex again, and all the people were coming to him. He sat down and began to teach them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery, making her stand in the center. Teacher, they said to him, this woman was caught in the act of committing adultery. In the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? They asked this to trap him, in order that, he might, that they might have evidence to accuse him. Jesus stooped down and started writing on the ground with his finger. When they persisted in questioning him, he stood up and said to them, The one without sin among you should be the first to throw a stone at her. Then he stooped down again and continued writing on the ground. When they heard this, they left one by one, starting with the older men. Only he was left with the woman in the center. When Jesus stood up, he said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, Lord, she answered. Neither do I condemn you, said Jesus. Go, and from now on, do not sin any more. Then Jesus spoke to them again, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So the Pharisees said to him, You are testifying about yourself. Your testimony is not valid. 
Even when I, even if I testify about myself, Jesus replied, my testimony is valid because I know where I came from and where I'm going, but you don't know where I came from or where I'm going. You judge by human standards. I judge no one. And if I do judge, my judgment is true because I am not alone, but I and the father who sent me judge together. Even if your law is written that the witnesses of two men is valid, I am the one who testifies about myself, and the Father who sent me testifies about me. Then they asked him, Where is your father? You know neither me nor my father, Jesus answered, and if you knew me, you would also know my father. He spoke these words by the treasury while teaching in the temple complex, but no one seized him because his hour had not come. Then he said to them again, I am going away. You will look for me, and you will not and you will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews said again, He won't kill himself, will he? Since he says, Where I am going, you cannot come. You are from below, he told them. I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. Therefore I told you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Who are you? they questioned. Precisely what I have been telling you from the very beginning, Jesus told them. I have many things to say and to judge about you, but the one who sent me is true. And what I have heard from him, these things I tell the world. They did not know he was speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he and that I can do nothing on my own. But just as the Father taught me, I say these things. The one who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, because I always do what pleases him. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. So Jesus said to the Jews who, who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you really are my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. We are descendants of Abraham, they answered him, and we have never been enslaved to anyone. How can you say you will become free? Jesus responded, I assure you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. A slave does not remain in the household forever, but a son does remain free. Therefore, if the Son sets you free, you really will be free. I know you were trying I know you were descendants of Abraham, but you were trying to kill me because of my word, because my word is not welcome among you. I speak what I have seen in the presence of the Father, and therefore you do what you have heard from your father. Our father is Abraham, they replied. If you were Abraham's children, Jesus told them, you would do what Abraham did. But now you are trying to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You're doing what your father does. We weren't born of sexual immorality, they said. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, because I came from God and I am here. For I didn't come on my own, but he sent me. Why don't you understand what I say? Because you cannot listen to my word. You are out of your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and has not stood in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he tells a lie, he speaks from his own nature because he is a liar and the father of liars. Yet because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Who among you can convict me of sin? If I tell the truth, why don't you believe me? The one who is from God listens to God's words. This is why you don't listen because you are not from God. The Jews responded to him, Aren't we saying, aren't we right in saying that you're a Samaritan and have a demon? I don't I do not have a demon, Jesus answered. On the contrary, I honor my father and you dishonor me. I do not seek my glory. The one who seeks it also judges. I assure you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. Ever. Then the Jews said, Now we know you have a demon. 
Abraham died, and so did the prophets. And you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death, ever. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died? Even the prophets died. Who do you pretend to be? If I glorify myself, Jesus answered, my glory is nothing. My father, you say about him, he is our God. He is the one who glorifies me. You've never known him, but I do know him. If I were to say, I don't know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham was overjoyed that he would see my day. He saw it, and he rejoiced. The Jews replied, Aren't you fifty? You're, you aren't fifty years old yet, and you've seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, I assure you, before Abraham was, I am. At that, they picked up stones to throw at him. But Jesus was hidden and went out of the temple complex. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for sending your son, Jesus, for us. Um, and we thank you for um, that gift that we do not deserve. Father, you are so lovely, and your plan is so perfectly drawn out. God, we can't see your plan. We don't fully know it, but we know that from the beginning, you were pointing to Jesus, that this was the fulfillment. His life and death was the fulfillment and resurrection was the fulfillment of the law and prophets. God, we know that you've been working all things out for our good. So we trust you, Father. We let go of everything that we're holding on to, everything that we're, that's in the way of us. We push to the side. God, we seek your face. We come to the throne humbly, desperately, seeking you. And you delight to show yourself. You delight to reveal yourself. You delight to love and be loved by us. So God, I'm pouring out my heart to you, my affection to you, my adoration. You are so good. You're so powerful. You're the maker of heaven and earth, the mountains and the trees, the stars and the sky. You hold everything together. And when our eyes are fixed on you, when our attention is on you, our insecurity and doubt and fear and shame starts to fade and fall. It peels off of us. So God, help our hearts and our eyes and our minds to be totally fixed and transformed by you. Help your word to convict us and to sit into our hearts each day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Therefore, if the Son sets you free, you will really be free. That's what my version says. But you can also say, if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. So let's go be free today. Recognize the truth and the freedom in the light of Jesus. Let's follow in his steps. May the shalom of Jesus be 
on, in, and all around you today. Amen and amen.